Good evening and welcome to St. Mary of the Mount of the South Side and Mount Washington Parish Community as we celebrate the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A special welcome to those who are visiting with us today. Please know that you are always welcome here. We are glad to see you as we gather once more for the Holy Sacrifice of Mass. This is a reminder that current safety guidelines require us to celebrate with safety protocols, but we are still here to celebrate the Paschal Mystery in communion with our risen Lord. All hymnals have been removed from our churches and no music will be sung by the congregation today. Also, communion for the congregation will happen at the conclusion of the service and you will be ushered forward and instructed at that time. My name is Thomas Conroy. I will be reading and playing some music. And our celebrant is Father Michael Stumpf. Gathering our prayers together, let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth on those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path, give all who for faith they profess are accounted Christians, the grace to reject what is contrary to the name of Christ and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord, just as from the heavens the rain and snow come down and do not return there till they have watered the earth, making it fertile and fruitful, giving seed to the one who sows and bread to the one who eats. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. My word shall not return to me void, but shall do my will, achieving the end for which I sent it. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 65. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. You have visited the land and watered it. Greatly have you enriched it. God's watercourses are filled. You have prepared the grain. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. Thus have you prepared the land, drenching its furrows, breaking up its clods, softening it with showers, blessing its yields. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. You have crowned the year with your bounty, and your paths overflow with a rich harvest. The untilled meadows overflow with it, and rejoicing clothes the hills. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. The fields are garmented 
with flocks and the valleys blanketed with grain. They shout and sing for joy. The seed that falls on good ground will yield a fruitful harvest. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are as nothing compared with the glory to be revealed for us. For creation awaits with eager expectation the revelation of the children of God. For creation was made subject to futility, not of its own accord, but because of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself would be set free from slavery to corruption and share in the glorious freedom of the children of God. We know that all creation is groaning in labor pains even until now. And not only that, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, we also groan within ourselves as we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The seed is the word of God, and Christ is the sower. All who come to him will have life forever. Alleluia, 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 Alleluia. The Lord be with you. This is from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. On that day, Jesus went out of the house and sat down by the sea. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into the boat, into a boat, and sat down, and the whole crowd stood along the shore. And he spoke to them at length in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep, but when the sun rose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it. But some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit, a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. 
whoever has ears ought to hear. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Wait and hope for the word of God's kingdom. It is always worth it, and it will always be fulfilled. Sometimes it just takes a bit longer than we hope, right? That word of God's kingdom, it's always worth waiting for, it's always worth hoping for, and it will be fulfilled. Today's readings all kind of point to that hope and that patience it takes in order to be a disciple. And we hear from today's gospel passage from uh, really what is considered one of the greatest sections of the teaching of Matthew's gospel. And if you recall in Matthew's gospel, uh, there's actually considered, he's considered like the new Moses, the new lawgiver, that the, the gospel of Matthew could be actually broken into five different sections, much like the first law that came through Moses and the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible. And so uh, notice what happens in this one, right? I think, I don't know if this is the second or the third, but we know the first one started out where Jesus went up on the mountain, sat down, began to teach his disciples. It's called the Sermon on the Mount, right? And so it's interesting that, that, that being seated is kind of sometimes the beginning of a teaching section. And then actually, uh, there's, there's some sort of a concluding line, like for instance, in today, and we'll hear it again later, where it says, he who has ears ought to hear. And that's kind of a conclusion of a book, if you will, but not in today's reading. But so, so notice at the beginning, he actually, what's he do? He, there's a large crowd, so he goes off and he sits in a boat off the shore and it says that they're gathered on the shores. And so it's that same sort of image as the Sermon on the Mount, right? So this is the beginning of a new teaching section. And this teaching section or this book of Matthew's gospel, uh, this new lawgiver, this new covenant giver, is uh, actually almost all parables. And he starts out with the parable, of course, of scattering the seed. And of course, the seed that falls on good soil that yields the fruit of the kingdom of God, knowing, of course, that all of the seed will not yield because it falls in other places. When we hear the, the word soil, um, the good soil, I want you to think of your mind and your heart <laughs> as the soil, if you will, okay? So the seed that is scattered there, and it's the seed of God's word, it's the seed of God's Eucharist, it's the seed of the community of God and God's people, God's body of Christ living here and now, constantly scattered, and whether it grows in our minds, in our hearts. Now, remember, Jesus is also uh, very much in an agricultural, uh, very much an ancient agricultural culture, and uh, teaching very often using parables related to that and a few other things. But one of the things that Jesus didn't have in his time and his culture were houseplants. Okay? And I actually love houseplants. I actually have many of them throughout my house. And I want to talk to you about one in particular. A friend of mine uh, who is a Christian counselor had a very large plant in his office for many, many years. He got it when he first started his, his practice. And uh, about five years ago, he brings this plant 
to me. I don't know why, but he did, right? And it's in this huge pot, and there's this one little green leaf sticking up out of the middle of it, right? There's all kinds of some, some brown dead things sticking around, but there's this one, and it's probably about the size of my hand. And so, so I talked to him, you know, he, I talked to him about how he's been taking care of. He says, oh, it used to be huge, and now it's only this big. It, it, it's barely surviving now. I thought you might be able to do something with it. So I said, how long has it been since you've repotted this thing? And he said, well, I've never repotted it. I said, well, how long has it been since you added fertilizer to this soil? He says, I've never fertilized it, right? Okay, so, so here's this plant. It's huge pot, little bitty leaf. So what do I do? I, I repot it, I actually strip the soil from it, I actually put all new soil in it, I put it back in this pot, and this is five years later. And actually, that plant would take up half of this altar area. It's one of those plants that have those leaves that look, I don't know what it's called, if it's called an elk, no, I don't know what it's called, but I'm terrible at plant names. But the, but the leaves themselves are like the size of my chest, and they're sticking out all over the place, and it's in the corner of one of my rooms, and literally I have to walk around it sometimes, okay? So here was this dead plant, one little leaf, and what was the difference? It was the soil. And I think sometimes for us who are Christians, we could say, hopefully, that we're good soil, right? That the seed of God, the Word of God, the Eucharist of God, the community of God is important to us and it's been planted into our minds and our hearts. But I think sometimes what has happened for us, and if Jesus had houseplants, he may have added it onto the parable, right? That the soil, the good soil of us that is supposed to produce fruit oftentimes becomes so depleted. And we sometimes let it become depleted. And that happens through various ways and various means. But sometimes we need to replenish the soil of our minds and our hearts so that we can truly grow the fruit, the seed, the love, the connections to community, and so that hope of God's Word and God's kingdom can truly come to growth and fulfillment in our hearts. I don't know about you, but over the last several weeks, I have been delving into um, the movements that have been happening around our country and around our world. I've been studying and learning much more about Black Lives Matter, what it means, what's good about it, what's not good about it. I've been diving in also not only to what's happening in this era, but also actually reading a lot about what was happening before in the civil rights era. And one of the things I, I came across uh, was actually uh, a letter, I'd read it a long time ago, but it was shared with me by someone again. It was a letter of Dr. Martin Luther King, and it was his letter called The Letter from Birmingham Jail, okay? And so he in, in, the, in the city of Birmingham had just become, he was arrested, because they had done a peaceful protest. They had broken the law, basically, but considered unjust laws because they were segregating. And so they had, they had been arrested, they were in prison, and he actually decided to do something that he seldom does, and that was he wrote a letter to a number of white religious leaders. They were both Christian, and Jewish leaders who had written to him basically a collective letter 
and basically criticizing him for his practice and the way he was living the gospel, the way he was living his faith. And they talked to him about things like how untimely uh, you know, his protest was that they had organized. They talked to him about why would you encourage your people to break the law? And, and they talked to him about you know, basically not upholding the, the message of Christ Jesus, but actually uh, using that to, for his own good in his own name. And he wrote this beautiful letter back to these pastors. It's a beautiful reflection. I encourage you to, 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 to read it again. And, and what I got from it was just how much dedication, love, patience, perseverance, the civil rights movement actually took. And it continues. The Word of God is like the rain that falls. It will not return until it has completed its purpose. The Word of God is like the body's groaning, waiting for redemption that we hear in today's second reading from Paul to the Romans, that all creation is eagerly awaiting the revelation of the sons, the daughters, the children of God, right? That that word would be planted in them and the redemption would become full. The seed of God's word, God's community, God's Eucharist is continuously scattered. Sometimes though, we've gotta nurture the soil so that, that those seeds can truly grow into the fruit that is hoped for and expected that are truly the seeds of God's kingdom. Trusting the power of God's love and God's word to take effect in our lives, our hearts, our world, we bring these prayers and petitions. Our response is, hear us, O Lord. For an end to racism and violence, we pray, hear us, O Lord. We remember all parishioners and friends who are on our prayer list as we ask God to ease their suffering, to be with them and comfort them, we pray, hear us, O Lord. For all of us in isolation, that we will find companionship with God, recall with gratitude all who are significant in our lives, and encourage others who are alone. We pray. We pray for Sierra Vidal, who will be making her first communion tomorrow, and for her family. We pray to the Lord. We pray for our RCIA candidates, Lauren Badowski and Kelly Reed, who will be received fully into the church tomorrow. We pray. We pray for all of those who've died in our parish, especially Daniel, Cavallo. They will be welcomed into God's kingdom, we pray. Today we remember Al Russo, all the intentions present here on our altar, along with the intentions that we hold now in the silence of our hearts. We pray, hear us, O Lord. Lord God, we turn to you 
Help us to turn more to you and to share you with one another as we bring these needs and prayers before you as your people, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. This podcast is the property of the Southside Mount Washington Parish community. All rights reserved. That's it for this week. Please forward this podcast to fellow parishioners or anyone whom you think would benefit from it. Stay safe and please know that we are always praying for you. Jesus says, I am the vine, far from whom no life can grow. If you join yourself to me, a rich harvest you will know. I receive the living God and my heart is full of joy. I receive the living God and my heart is full of joy. Jesus says I am the way and my path is straight and true. Follow me to where I lead. There my Father waits for you. I receive the living God, and my heart is full of joy. I receive the living God, and my heart is full of